Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey everybody, welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. I'm sorry if my voice cracks today because I was outside doing an amazing photo shoot with some incredible young, talented actors and models today and I'm going a little hoarse from uh, having so much fun with them on set, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, but I do have an amazing guest here today. In fact, he was one of the models that was there and he's delving into modeling for the very first time in his life. Um, he's a young man from the U.S., and he's an American football quarterback who has so many great interests, including helping young people. And so we're really glad to have him on the show today. And we're going to talk to him a little bit about his life and what he's overcome and where he's at now and what the big goals for the future are. So welcome to the show, Matt. Thanks, Brandy. Appreciate you having me on and uh, excited to talk. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. So I have your bio here in front of me. Tell us all a little bit about who you are and what you're passionate about in this life. Yeah. So like you said, my name is uh, Matthew Schultz. I grew up in the Chicagoland suburbs and... Uh, about an hour west of Chicago, had a great family. I have an older brother and a younger brother. Um, still really close with, you know, with all my siblings and um, grew up doing a lot of the normal things that the kids do, you know, playing in the neighborhood with the other kids and, um, you know, playing video games, reading books, riding bikes, um, like spending time outdoors, whether it's, you know, fishing or just walking around the neighborhood, hiking, going on bike rides and, um, you know, really just uh, enjoyed life. And, um you know, enjoy it every day. And as a kid, you don't have too many worries, hopefully. And, uh, you know, growing up, you, you learn how to cope with different things and, and develop into the person that you're going to be in the future. But um, I can't complain and still really close with all my family and, and all my siblings. So that's awesome. That's so lucky. <clears throat> That's so good. Um, you say you grew up in Chicagoland. Mm-hmm. What did you say? An hour west? Yeah. So an hour straight west. It was in uh, Aurora, Illinois. And uh, kind of one of the furthest suburbs out west before you kind of get into the get into the countryside and in the cornfields there in the good old Midwest of the U.S. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I said, I had you know a great family, and early on, my my parents split up when I was in about fourth grade, and uh, so you know my brothers and I had to kind of grow up kind of quick. Um, you have to learn how to rely on each other and and learn how to manage a situation that isn't necessarily ideal, and you know spending time with with both families and and both parents and especially tough around the holidays and you know you can see that take a toll on your parents both individually and then also on your siblings and on yourself so um, it's a unique situation um, obviously it's not something that you wish upon anybody or you want to go through but at the same time looking back on it you realize what that did for you and how to kind of mm-hmm. shape you up for the future and um, learn that you know life's not going to be fair all the time and Things aren't always going to go your way, but, you know, if you're able to cope with it and grow from it and learn from it, then, uh, you know, you can use those negatives and turn them into a positive. So, um, fortunately, you know, my parents are, are still here. My Both my parents are here and some step step siblings and some step family here. So, um, you know, it's a negative thing, but it, it turned into a, turned into a positive thing in the end. So. Absolutely. It's interesting. Yeah. My parents, um, got divorced too, when I was two years old and both remarried. So oh. I have two stepbrothers. We both have two brothers. Okay. Right. Um, it's kind of cool. I learned so much from my step families as well, because it's interesting finding people that you all of a sudden become family with, but you didn't grow up with them. And, and what kind of life lessons did you potentially learn from your, your step? people because that's such an interesting thing to be put into I mean it it is it's funny you say that because so when my dad remarried my stepmom great lover she's awesome Mm -hmm. awesome person yeah and uh, I had a few step siblings there in that side of the family so I learned real quick that a lot of families as much differences as every family may have whether it be skin color where you're from Mm -hmm. all that Family's family, mm-hmm. and you know families are going to argue. Families are going to fight. Families are going to go through all those tough times. But at the same time, families are going to celebrate holidays and be together, and you know be there for one another more often than not. Obviously, things come up, and um, Plan A might not always work out. But your family is always going to be there, and whether it's arguing with your siblings, yeah. and I saw that on the other side of the family too, just as much as I did with my with my brothers, but. Um, at the end of the day, I'm very thankful that they're all still, you know, here and um, with us and 
it's a it's a tough thing to go through and to experience and then that you kind of learn from it so well I mean there's a lot of our listeners that are out there and have probably lost someone or or will go through that at a point in their life and it's yeah it's definitely not easy I've lost quite a few close people in 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 my lifetime too and I I don't really know if there's any real way to deal with loss except just going through it and going through the Mm -hmm. motions and people say time heals all wounds but do you have any tips or tricks that you could share from your your personal experience or yeah I mean Time definitely heals all wounds. Um, that really is uh, a saying that I like to I like to use, and I like to to try and practice in everyday life. And it's a lot easier to say something than, uh, or it's a lot easier to say something than actually go out and practice it. So, yes. um, <laughs> successful ways to cope with it. I don't know. I find I tend to turn to music, mm. and uh, you know, walking around and listening to music, and yeah. trying to find different videos on the internet of whether it be motivation or uh, you know, positive affirmation and and stuff like that. And obviously, prayer. I'm a fairly religious person okay. so turn to prayer and that yep. kind of gets me through hard times as well so good what what kind of music do you like then oh, no, I, listen to, to I listen to everything when it comes to music i i listen to everything from hip-hop and rap to mm-hmm. country to mm-hmm. mix in some hard rock and mm-hmm. some edm and, and oh house really music. oh wow so okay i'm all over the board oh, yeah. and like i said it just kind of depends on what mood you're in what yeah. time of the season it is and yeah what the weather's like outside but uh, yeah, yeah. I have to go back to family for a second because you talked about family and the importance of them at holidays and all the funny things. My family has a few funny, quirky traditions. Does your family have anything? Because we're from all over the world. Everyone listening, right? Do you guys have anything that you personally do as a family? I mean, Seinfeld had... What was it, the Festivus? Festivus, <laughs> yeah, Festivus for the rest of us. Exactly, no, the pole uh, of grievances, yeah. or whatever it's called. you got to air the grievances, yeah. and the feats of strength. But uh, um, around the holidays, nothing too much. With uh, my mom's side, we kind of do a little gift exchange, a little white elephant, we call it, for Christmas the time. A white elephant? A white elephant oh. gift exchange. So oh. everybody brings like a gift for $15, $20. It yeah. can be kind of like a, a funny gift or a, you know, a gag gift or That's something. Cool. But uh, so you're allowed to pick any gift, whoever you draw out of the hat for your order, mm. what you're going to pick, and then you're allowed to pick a gift, and then the second person can either steal the first person's gift yeah. or pick a new gift. And you can only steal the gift a certain amount of times before it gets locked in. Do you have someone in mind before you buy the gift, though? And then no, they get you're just sl- kind oh, okay. of buying a gift that you think everybody would kind of be interested in, with whether it's a glass of wine for an older family or, yeah. you know, little toys for a little younger guys. family. Yeah, that's so. funny. Yeah. You could end up with something that's not appropriate or totally exactly. appropriate for you. <laughs> exactly. So That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious, everywhere around the world, schools are so different. And our program is actually within a few different schools across the states and okay. in Canada, from community centers to charter schools to private and public schools. And I learned so much about different ones. What type of high school did you go to? And what was that like? So I went to a public high school okay. in St. Charles, Illinois, actually. So my, my mom moved, uh, see, when I was going into fifth grade. Hmm. So I had to adjust to a move kind of young and, um, you know, getting new friends in middle school and mm-hmm. going into high school. So um, sports were a great way for me to do that. But uh, so I went to a public high school in St. Charles and uh, I played football and baseball uh, my freshman through sophomore year. And then I continued playing football junior and senior year and started running track. Cool. So I was uh, involved on the sports side of it. I know I there were tons of my friends that were also involved with music or um, other after school literature programs. Mm-hmm. So I was able to kind of get a group of friends from a wide variety of topics. So mm-hmm. I think that kind of helps whenever you can step out of your comfort zone a little bit and maybe introduce yourself to somebody that doesn't necessarily play a sport but might yeah. be in the band. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you get a little diverse experience that way. But my high school experience was great. I can't really uh, can't really complain about it. Um, were there a lot of cliques in your high school? Like, were there the jocks on one side and the nerds on the other? or uh, A little bit. I mean, to an extent, I think you see that mm-hmm. in a lot of different schools. But um, our school, not that I saw anyway, mm-hmm. didn't really experience a big bullying problem. I mean, yeah. everyone was pretty pretty open to each other. How and big was your school? Like how many students yeah, do you know? Yeah, there were, our graduating class was around 500 to 600. Oh, wow, that's so a big school. It was big, so yeah, so we had Jeez. roughly 1,500 to 2,000 kids in the school. Okay. So um, obviously you're going to have a lot of people from different backgrounds, different income levels, different races, and yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's interesting. I just, I'm so fascinated by Chicago, I have to mm-hmm. say. Like, half of our board members for Team Wealth live in Chicago, and I visit there two or three times a year. Okay. And the different neighborhoods. Like, I have friends that live in Barrington, which is mm-hmm. a fairly nice, affluent neighborhood. And then mm-hmm. I have friends that grew up in Forest Park and still live there today. And um, it's they're very different, very, very different yeah. neighborhoods in such a small, because it's such a huge city. I mean, huge. it's incredible. I mean, yeah, it's unbelievable. It's a great city, and if you haven't been to Chicago, I do recommend visiting. I like the summertime a little bit more than the wintertime. Yes, me too. <laughs> the wintertime can get a little cold, and they call it the Windy City for a reason, mm-hmm. so the windshield can get down there, but yeah. summertime, I'm going to be a little biased and say Chicago is second to none Ooh. in the summer. Ooh, okay. Well Best done. city in the world. So. Oh, wow. Okay, you're a Chicago <laughs> boy for sure. And does your family still live in Chicago? Uh, so the only person that still lives in Chicago right now is my older brother, actually. He just oh, okay. moved back there from work. Uh, my mom's down in Dallas right now, mm. so she just moved down there also for work, and mm-hmm. my dad and stepmom are out in Denver. Oh, wow. So you're all right over the place. The so all over the all wow. over the country, and then I got step-siblings in Texas, in New York, Michigan. My little brother is a senior at Iowa. Oh, wow. Do you, so, so do you all come all together for Christmas? Yeah. And, so and where? Yeah, this year. Um <laughs> So with my mom, we'll be in Dallas for a few days, mm-hmm. and then with my dad's side, we're all going to be in Phoenix, oh, in cool. Arizona. So we're kind of renting out a little house with some extended family and everything. So we'll be down there and be Maybe able to hang out see each Glenn. other. And <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh, very so. cool. Awesome. Um, we have one minute before we go to commercial break. So now I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did, did you have any, I know you said that high school was pretty chill, but did you have any moments of struggle within a high school that sports maybe helped you get through? Or is that a catalyst to why you may have played sports? Uh, a little bit. Um, so my mom went through uh, another relationship during that time and it was kind of a struggle for her at mm-hmm. times. And um, just going through that with you know, my siblings and then one moving away for college and um, then the younger siblings still coming up and growing into himself. So yeah. it was a unique experience at home. And then obviously mm-hmm. with my dad still there. So sports was kind of a way for me to escape a little bit. Yeah. And I could be my own person and mm-hmm. um, kind of block out all the noise and just stay focused on something that I'm really passionate about for whatever yeah. the hour and a half of practice at every day. And, and you know, it was kind of a therapeutic in a way. It was a kind of a release from being front stage yeah. so much, if you will, and you just can be in your own little zone. So, yeah, That's which I awesome. think is important. I, I, yeah, well, I mean, it's, I, I watch people that have like played sports and some people go into it because they have like some anger that they need to get mm-hmm. out and some get into it because they're just super passionate about it and some just love sports. Yeah. You know, it's very interesting what, what gets people to do certain hobbies and things like that. And, yeah, that's cool. Okay, um, I think it's time to head off to a commercial break. So I just want to let everyone know that if you want to follow Matt on Instagram, it's at B-U-O-N-E and then the number eight. So again, that's at B-U-O-N-E and the number eight. Um, and it's Matt Schiltz and you'll see a picture of him. What's your, what's your picture of on Insta? He's playing football right Playing now football, okay, cool. <laughs> Very cool. Okay, we'll definitely talk about that when we get back from the break. But uh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes with Matt Schiltz, everyone. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. 
Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. If you're just tuning in now, I'm here with Matthew Schultz. He's an American football quarterback and an aspiring model and actor. Uh, and he's super passionate about helping inspire the next generation of young people. So we're so glad to have him on the show. Thank you, Matt, for being here once again. Yeah, thank you. It's going well. I appreciate you having me on. Anytime. No, I, we, we were glad to have you on. It's it's fantastic. You you have a you have achieved a dream that a lot of young people dream about. And so I think that's, it's pretty cool that you're uh, able to share your experience with us and all of them out there listening in team wealth world. So before the break, we talked a little bit about high school. Now, what was college like? You went to Butler university. Um, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that university. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what that choice was like for you? Yeah. So Butler university is a smaller, uh, you know, liberal arts school in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. So what does liberal arts mean? I'm sorry, it's I don't like understand what the that arts. Means. It's just uh, there's a wide variety of things you can study. So there's a really hmm. great nursing program, a great business school. Okay. Um, there's really good ballet and dance and theater. Um, so it really encompasses everything. Great communications college. So mm-hmm. um, it was a great school, and it was a perfect fit for me. And it was in Indianapolis, which is about a three and a half hour drive away from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I was far enough away from home where I felt like I got the college experience and I was, you know, away from the family and being out on my own. But I was close enough to where if something came up, I could, you know, call my parents up and have them come down. Or yeah. I could go home for a weekend and yeah. do some laundry and get yeah. some more quick food. <laughs> You know, so, you know, as a college student, those, mm-hmm. you know, the laundry piles can build up and you're not always eating the best, but, yes. um, and then fortunately <laughs> enough, on top of that, I was also able to play football there. Um, so throughout my time in high school, um, playing football, I was able to get recruited relatively late in the process as a senior in high school, but some schools started to reach out and mm. Butler was one of them awesome. and it's a smaller division one school in the FCS program. So, yeah. um, not the big time U S college, but the step right below it. Yeah. Um, so I was able to go there and play. And at the end of the day, it was just an all encompassing fit for mm. me. I had a great business school and that's what I studied in college. And, um, like I said, able to play football and a great campus, great location in a great city. And Indianapolis is one of the larger cities in the U S but, not many people know that. So there's lots yeah. of opportunity there from the professional side in terms of, you know, working in an office or finding opportunities that way at the time is what oh, I cool. thought I was going to be doing. Yeah. Um, but then playing football, obviously, it, it kind of changes. And yeah. going through that season and those five years there, then you start having other goals. So how does football work? Were you were in high school? Were you like, I want to be the quarterback? Or were you just, I just want to play football? Or is it like, how do they yeah. figure out what position that is great for you? Yeah. So it kind of starts out early on when you're, you know, really young. Yeah. When you're six, seven, eight. Oh. Obviously bodies change and mm-hmm. you might grow quicker. Or you might be bigger than you thought you were going to be. Or you might lose an arm. Yeah, you never you know. Lose, yeah. Anything, anything <laughs> you never know. <laughs> so uh, that, but that's really the position I, I played most of the time growing okay. up was quarterback um you know at younger ages though they tend to put you know athletic people in certain positions mm. yeah because they're more athletic and okay like, as a football so like, fan. if there's like a fast player then uh-huh. they could be like running back yeah and then the person that could catch the best would just go to receiver that's why i'm curious because you know? i'm a big football fan okay. so how fast can you run a 40 so my, <laughs> my best 40 time was a four five five okay Cool. And then, um, so I was on the quicker side for quarterback, yeah. so I could move around a little bit, and that was kind of the offense that we ran at Butler was, mm-hmm. you know, I was able to throw the ball and run the ball from the quarterback spot. Nice. So, but, yeah, then in high school, um, I actually wasn't even supposed to be the starting quarterback my okay. senior year. So there was a starter that played, you know, from a junior, yeah. and he was supposed to be the starter senior year, 
And then that summer going into the senior year of high school, mm-hmm. he actually broke his throwing hand <gasps> in baseball, oh. which was like two weeks before training camp. Awful injury. So I've broken my hand as well. But, um, so I was put into the starting role. Yeah. Just out of sheer, I don't want to say luck, but yeah. just happening. And uh, I was able to play the first few games before I got back and mm-hmm. did did pretty well. And they let me play the rest of the year at quarterback and nice. kind of moved him around some different different spots on the field because he was really athletic. He was a yeah. great, great guy and great great teammate and great player. So mm-hmm. he was still able to play and contribute to the team. But uh, that was really what got me an opportunity to then go play at Butler. Wow. So kind of a similar experience then at Butler. Um you know, came in as a freshman and sat for a few years and actually switched positions in the middle of school mm-hmm. to help on the other side of the ball on defense. Okay. So I played defensive back, which is, you know, the corner. Those are the guys that cover the receiver. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's kind of a, a unique switch because not many players do that in college yeah. from, you know, a quarterback to a receiver to a DB. Yeah. So I was able to do that and. I was able to use that opportunity to just kind of learn how the defense may think and play special teams and um, just kind of gain a greater appreciation for uh, the other side of the ball or special teams and, you know, just learn the game a little bit more Mm -hmm. to eventually hopefully be a coach one day. Yeah. But um, that could be a whole other topic. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, it was kind of, I I, I have this debate with a lot of our students and my colleagues and friends and family about luck. Where do you mm-hmm. think luck factors into? And it's kind of funny. Now you yeah. kind of look like Andrew Luck's little brother. Now, that I say, but um, where do you think luck factors into life? Because a lot of people, I've traveled all over the world. I've been very blessed. I say blessed more than luck. I don't like to say lucky. Yeah. I, I think I've been blessed for all the opportunities that I've gotten, but it's also because I've fought for all those opportunities. It wasn't just like yes. the horseshoe that my mother says was born inside of me, possibly, which I, I love. Agree. I hope you're listening to this one, Mom, by the way. Um, so what do you think? Where do you think luck and hard work factors into life. Is there like a 50-50 split? So I always had this saying growing up. I mean, it's not really a saying. It's just me saying, like, I don't necessarily believe in luck. Okay. Um, I think that the more you do right, the more you handle each situation with a positive attitude Mm -hmm. and you stay consistent in that and consistent preparation and doing all the little things right Mm -hmm. day in and day out, that that luck, Mm quote-unquote, will come back to you. Yes in gratuitous favors from somebody else or the ball may bounce your way sometime yeah. in sports reference. Yes. But, um, <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't happen with football very often yeah. it's so oddly shaped. <laughs> right, yeah. It's an oblong ball. So if the ball wants you in football, you are definitely living right. Yeah. But uh, um, it's something that I just think it's like when hard work and dedication meet, that's where you start seeing those those benefits come mm-hmm. that one might see as luck. But yeah. you've been putting that work in all along from whatever point you want to look back to yeah that you're finally going to get that opportunity and when that moment comes you just make the most of it so yeah um like i said i'm very fortunate very blessed like you said mm-hmm. but, um at the end of the day kind of fate and destiny are gonna yeah guide your path and whether you think it's luck then that's okay too but. yeah well i have a little sign in my office i, I think i actually sent that to you after yeah. a conversation we had oh, yeah, a while ago it says, I saw that in quotes and then karma as if karma is like always watching. And I love it because my boyfriend actually bought me that and said, hey, babe, that way people know that you're funny, but you also have good karma. And I was like, yeah. OK, good. Yeah. yeah, there's always a saying like, oh, it must be living right if something mm. something happens mm-hmm. fortunate to you. But go. then this is the thing. Then I know people that have lived right their whole lives and, and get the, the yeah. you know, the bad end of luck or whatever we consider that is. And then I know people that don't always live right and positively mm-hmm. and, and they get lucky quote that's yeah. when I use lucky is what I can say that way it's funny actually so I mean life life is tough um and I'm sure you found that out like you were you played football at Butler University for five years well double majoring in accounting and management which we're going to get back to okay. you doing a double major while yeah. also playing ball for a college team because yeah. that's intense um But then also, I'm reading your bio, and it says after you graduated, you worked out for multiple NFL and CFL teams and was unsigned for a season. What does that do to your life and your ego? Like, I know when things haven't gone my way, it's been a challenge. So so what was that like for you? Were you just like, no, I'll keep persevering? Or did you have a bucket of Haagen-Dazs and a cry? Like, what was that like? (laughs) Yeah, no, you hit it on the head. I mean, that's it's tough. Um, Like you said, you don't necessarily... For my position going into Butler and playing, I wasn't going there to eventually be a professional football player. Okay. But you always have that goal that, you know, if things kind of happen the right way, Mm -hmm. 
hit a growth spurt or, you know, you have a couple good years, then you could get on the radar. But Butler isn't necessarily known for mm-hmm. the football program or yeah. sending people to the NFL. So, um, but once you kind of go on with that, then you start changing your goals and you shift. And I think yeah. that's an important thing to realize where you are, where you want to go and, yeah. and how to get there. But so that eventually became my goal in my fourth and fifth um, year in yeah. at Butler. And uh, so I had a couple good years there and actually had an injury my junior year, which kind of delayed that process of scouting for NFL and CFL teams and yeah. was able to come back from that in my senior year and stay okay. healthy. And then so when I got some of the looks, but um, it's kind of it's definitely a humbling experience when you put in all that work. In this case, my whole life, if you want to look at it, playing football since mm-hmm. six years old and then I'm 21, 22 and, mm-hmm. and have this big goal to go play professionally. And, you know, when I was a little kid, I was I want to be a professional football player. Yeah. But, you know, well, guys, he's still 25. While he's <laughs> sitting here with me, he's 25. He'll be 26 yeah. in what two weeks? A yeah, week? Yeah. Few day, yeah. So you're still he's still really figuring out certain still cool things. Out my yeah. life. <laughs> Definitely though. But uh, is that scary or exciting? Yeah. What being 26? No, being being still figuring things still out. I'm 34. Out. I'm both. still figuring out. <laughs> it is it is a mix of emotions. Believe yeah. me. Um, it's 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 a tough thing to accept that you're not where you want to be yet, mm-hmm. and that you still have a lot of, of time to get there, but mm-hmm. you're also very young. Yeah. Especially even at 25, I need mm-hmm. to remind myself that. And so, yeah, it was great talking to you about school and everything like that and how you pushed yourself with your uh, career and, and how you overcame some of the some of the challenges. And we're going to head off to a commercial break now, but uh, when we get back, we'll talk a little bit about your time after college and what it was like to play professional football and what your goals are for the future. So thanks, Matt. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends, you set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. Um, I'm really excited because we still have Matt here. <laughs> he's our guest for the day. And if you're just tuning into the show, um, he's a professional football player, but he's also a really inspiring human being. And he wants to inspire young people uh, through his career. He's done a ton of work really loves his family and uh, loves inspiring others and is now delving into acting and modeling. Um, So he's got like 47 different passions, which is pretty cool for a young man that's only 25. So it's really cool to talk to him and have him on the show. So again, Matthew, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Yep, thanks, Brandy. So when we were, before the break, we were talking about um, 
your time between college and the CFL and you had big goals and dreams. What was it like when you finally got the call to sign on in the Canadian football league? Yeah, it was a, it was a great experience. So it's a funny story how it all worked out. I was actually working for a public accounting firm in Indianapolis called Ernst and Young. They have offices all around the country, all around the world, even Um, they're one of the quote unquote big four accounting firms. So I was doing that and studying for CPA exams and, and tests, but throughout my time there, which was very short, only six months, but you know they were they were a great company to work for. Um, I felt like I was still missing something. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have that fulfillment, and I still had that passion of of football and, and playing the game, whether it was even going to be coaching mm-hmm. or scouting or doing anything around the game of football. So I was starting to explore some other options, and I was about to kind of take a, a, a leap of faith and, and go work as a little intern, I guess, for the Indianapolis Colts, which were the local NFL team in the city. So I was about to put my two weeks in and, and go try on a six-month opportunity there to mm-hmm. get back into football, and whether it be coaching or operations or front office side of it, and kind of walking away from a, a pretty good job that, that paid decently. Not that money is not everything, but, um, you know, it was a that steady lifestyle mm-hmm. that, that you had and that you go to college for in my in my mind but mm-hmm. um so I did that I put those two weeks in and then throughout in the middle of those two weeks I got a call from my agent uh for football saying that you know Montreal's interested they want to have you in for a workout and and see if you can have that see if you can have that opportunity so um it came at a very unique time and that I was down at the client you know mm-hmm. on the phone with my agent then on mm-hmm. the phone at the GM but yeah. still working for <laughs> the public accounting firm and taking a CPA exam on Monday. And then all of a sudden I was signed to a team on that Friday. Wow. So then I go into my exit meeting that following week with the company Mm -hmm. and they're like, Oh, are you excited to, you know, go work for the Colts and and do that? And I was like, actually, actually I'm going to play. Yeah. I'm not going to be working. They're like, Oh my goodness. Like awesome opportunity. Mm -hmm. Like happy for you. If you ever want to come back, know that, you know, you did good here, but you got to chase that opportunity. You know, you have your whole life to, to go work, but um, for me, it was about taking that leap and um, still believing. And believe me, it, it took a while to <laughs> keep the faith and, yeah. and have that. So I remember talking to my mom. It was around Christmas, New Year's time. Mm-hmm. It's like nothing's happened yet. It's been you know almost a full eight months yeah. from training to then starting my job, and mm-hmm. you know nothing's here. I I think if I even get the call, I'm gonna say no, like I'm, I'm oh, done, wow. I'm moving on from it. So um, she told me to continue to believe and mm-hmm. continue to keep on working hard and you never know what can happen. It just takes one person to, to like you or think you can succeed in whatever industry, whatever field you're in to have an opportunity. Yeah. And uh, you know, that finally came and I was so fortunate for it, but uh, just trying to make the most of it now and then hopefully give back to the kids that might be in a similar position that I was in or cool. struggling to keep on keeping on and yeah. stay inspired and because um, you, you really do never know what can happen and every day is going to be different and I try and look back where I was a year ago and how it's so different than mm-hmm. where you are right now mm-hmm. and all that stuff that's happened in the past year it, yeah. it uh, puts it in perspective and I definitely think you need perspective but uh, you got to keep the emotion there too and that's one way to to work it so so the nonprofit person that wants to help young people and inspire people really wants to ask me about how you were handling a double major in two things that are pretty, sound pretty tough to me because there's numbers <laughs> and management yeah. involved in it, which are two scary topics in my book, and also about um, being a quarterback and how quarterbacks uh-huh. need to. But I need to be a football fan for a second before okay. I go back to the other stuff. What's what's it like for you looking going from NFL type football to CFL type football? Is it a weird transition? Yeah, it was. It was different. Um, obviously, with the NFL, you have eleven players, and the field's a little smaller, and there's no forward motion, and um, you know the footballs are even a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So, going to the CFL game, then you have another player. So there's twelve players on the field, offense and defense. There's mm-hmm. motion, so everyone's kind of moving around. Mm-hmm. The field's much bigger, yes. much wider, much longer. It's everything. <laughs> So it's a, it's very different. And going into that first, you know, training camp in, in Montreal, it was you had to adjust quick. Yeah. They're evaluating you. And if yeah. you're not performing, then 
they're going to find the next person to do it. So every day in the football industry is a job interview. Mm -hmm. So you kind of get used to being critiqued. You kind of get used to having that pressure and all eyes on you at the same Mm -hmm. time, which hopefully will transition to the screen and in front of the camera down the road. But um, yeah, it was a, it was a tough experience to, to adjust to. Yeah, well, I bet. I, I, I laughed when you said the about the field being bigger because you said earlier you play video games and I'm a big gamer and I play Madden and every time you, if you're the, when you're the QB in Madden, you yeah. throw it out to the side of the field and it goes too far, the guy, the announcer, they recorded it where it says, hey, you should go play in the CFL because the field's so much bigger. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that's that was right. Funny. That is funny. And you, that Montreal's known for having some unique and amazing quarterbacks. Like Anthony Cavillo was mm-hmm. huge. He won, I think he was the highest played in the CFL uh, ever when he was, he was making like a 1.3 or something in the yeah. two seasons where he won back-to-back Grey Cups. Mm-hmm. But then you've got Johnny right now, right? Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. Yep. Got Johnny's some interesting. <laughs> no, and I was fortunate enough to get to work with, uh, you know, I'll say Coach Calvillo, Anthony, mm. uh, last year as, or two years ago, rather, mm. in the 2016-17 season. Okay. So he was actually the quarterback coach and yeah. uh, called plays for a little bit there. So I was able to learn from him and uh, you know, take aspects from his game that yeah. I think I could translate into my game. So that was a great experience. And like you said, now Johnny's up there and mm-hmm. he's a teammate of mine. So he's a good guy and he's mm-hmm. working hard to, you know, be on the right path and, yeah. and get back into playing football and staying positive. So awesome. it's a, it's a great experience so far. That's very cool. Yeah. The CFL. So, I mean, the CFL and the NFL, it's very, very interesting. Like the histories of them and how they developed and I mean, the CFL has been around for so long. It's so incredible. Long, yeah. yeah. But now getting back to the wanting to help kids yeah. side of me. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I had to. <laughs> um, doing a double major in two things, accounting yep. and management information systems. What was the was the ultimate goal to work as an accountant for someone like Ernst & Young? I mean, you did talk about mm-hmm. them being one of the top four. Was that a big thing? And what was it like trying to manage a double major while also... Because yep. college football in the States is nothing to sneeze at. Like, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's intense. A, a lot of people say it's a full-time job, and, you know, you could spend days on the argument mm. of whether or not college athletes should be paid. Yeah. It's almost 40, 50-plus hours a week yeah. that they're putting in. But, um, like you said, accounting and management information systems, so dealing with numbers and mm-hmm. computers and mm-hmm. systems and how to manage people, so it's tough. I know. It's a, yeah, <laughs> like, it's not it's something I'd ever attempt, yeah. let me tell you. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting combination, mm. but um, the accounting industry is in high demand for accountants. Oh, okay. People that can, you know, communicate yeah. and take what's on a spreadsheet and put it into regular people terms. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not necessarily like a balance sheet and financial mm-hmm. statement. But, well, I can't even um, look at a Sudoku without getting intimidated <laughs> by the numbers, so. Okay. We'll start with that. Okay. But, uh, so, yeah, so you're going through the, the school and the double major and then also playing sports, and it can be overwhelming, mm. and you can have some breakdowns, and you can have some times where you don't think you can do it. But, yeah. Um, you turn to the things that you've kind of been comfortable your whole life, whether it's family and yeah. calling your mom or your dad and trying mm. to get some advice or if you have, like, a grandma or grandpa mm. or aunt, uncle, or your best friends mm. and just trying to bring you back down and that – it's going to be okay. You've yeah. made through made it through everything in your life so far to this day. Yeah. And you're still here. Yeah. So, so no matter what know. happens in the, no matter what happens in the past, mm. whether if it's good or bad, try yeah. and stay as level-headed as you can. It's much easier said than done, but so going through that, it was tough, but um, I think you come out stronger whenever yeah. you go through a go through a storm. Yes. But uh, so I was fortunate enough to go do that, and then and then work in an accounting firm. So mm. very thankful for that opportunity, and I hope that a lot of those things can transfer into the things I do in the future, whether it be trying to start a non for profit, mm-hmm. being able to use my accounting skills, or how to mm-hmm. manage money and talk to people, and, yeah. and do something that could hopefully give back to the community. So awesome! Yeah, I was. You know, I've got so many questions that I want to ask you, and I can see that we only have less than twenty minutes left. It's amazing how quickly an hour goes by when you talk to someone who's really passionate about their lives. So I'm looking at your bio, and you, you have some notes about skills and passions and things that you're interested okay. in. The very first one is something that is like literally so near and dear to my heart. It's what I focus on every single day, no matter what I'm doing. Uh, You talk about having a strong passion for helping young people stay motivated and on a path and wanting to be a mentor for them so they never give up up on their dreams. Why is that important to you that people don't give up on their dreams and why do you want to help inspire young people to do that? If you asked me that question five, ten years ago, it would be completely different than where it is now, but I was someone that almost did give up on that dream. Okay. And I almost did throw in the towel to not play football Mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. And how that can change in a month is unbelievable because Mm -hmm. it's given me opportunities to sit in front of you right now and talk to you and go out and 
live that dream yeah. and, and play football and um, see that and recognize it and use that experience then to hopefully give back again. But, you know, in the in the past, the, like I was kind of talking about before, there's things that are going to happen to you that aren't always going to work out. And mm. it may not always go how you envision it, especially me and type like I want to plan things out and and I have a, a certain goal for myself. And if I don't, I can tend to get hard on myself yeah. and be like, oh, I failed. But it's not necessarily a failure if mm-hmm. you're still working towards that goal. In my mind, it's a failure once you quit. Yes. And, you know, putting that in perspective that uh, you might struggle, you might go through a hard time. But at the end of the day, if you're still working for that and moving forward, then mm-hmm. you're still able to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And, um, I think the mind is very powerful. I don't think we all realize how powerful it is. Exactly. When we're down, it seems like you're never going to get back up. And when you're up high, that nothing can go wrong. Mm. But uh, it's tough to stay stay level and, and continue to push forward. But um, once you find out how to do that, I think that's when you find that, that success. Yeah. Oh, that's, those are all great, very great points. Um, we do have to go to commercial break in about 37 seconds. So I'm looking through your rest of your list here. Mm-hmm. The I donated my hair to the Wigs for Kids Foundation in college. How long was your hair, Matt? So I had <laughs> six ponytails of 11 inches. Wow. So it was all at the locks. same time or? Yep. It was all split up, you oh. know, different ponytails. Yeah. So um, it was got a nice little ombre in there. Got yeah. kind of curly when it got long. So wow. I've since cleaned up a little bit. Yes, but, you um, have. <laughs> I'm looking at you now, and you look like the all-American yeah. guy. I can't picture you as so, the... It was a cool experience. Though. Yeah. Wow, that's very cool. Okay. Well, I look forward to asking you my last couple questions before... Um, yeah, the show is over. My goodness, time goes by so quickly when you're having fun. Um, and again, if you want to follow him on Instagram, it's at bu. O-N-E, and then the number eight. Um, We'll be back in just a couple minutes with our last segment with Matt. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com you are tuned in to teen wealth radio to join in the conversation send an email to brandy at global that's brandy with an i at globalteenwealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'll get right to it because we only have nine minutes left with the fabulous Matthew Schultz. I have a couple last-minute questions for you because you're such an incredibly passionate person. You talked about wanting to be a football coach one day, possibly, to mentor kids Mm -hmm. and pass down the lessons you've learned in your life. Why is that so important to you? Uh, Because a lot of people did that for me. And I think without that, 
guidance and without that motivation, then I don't think I could have stayed so strong in pursuing my goals. So mm-hmm. I just think it's great to give back to the that next generation of kids that, you know, might want to go play professional football or be the best actor, actress, or go be the best at playing clarinet, um, you know, whatever, whatever that may be. So awesome. And, and I see in here that you've done a lot of volunteering and church-based missions, mm-hmm. uh, homeless shelter volunteering. Why is volunteering important to you? Uh, because not everybody's necessarily fortunate enough with the same situation. And I think the more you can realize how grateful you may or may not have it, that, um, it becomes easier to, to put life in perspective and to see how valuable mm-hmm. it is when there's somebody, your next door neighbor that you may not even know is struggling to struggling to make it. And um, I think that's just an important thing that, that all people should have mm. um, and that compassion and that willingness to help. Yeah, I think that's super important too. Um, you, you have a ton of hobbies and things that you love to delve into from magic tricks, which I'm the biggest yeah. magic dork on <laughs> earth, so I have to see one of those one day, okay. um, to playing guitar to, I mean, football and accounting and all this. You're 25 and you've already done and experienced and tried so many things. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, wow, so I mean, why? I started I started doing magic tricks when I was a kid in you know middle school. I saw I think a David Blaine special oh, on cool. TV, and yeah. I just thought it was so cool how to be able to control an audience or a mm-hmm. crowd, and um, then use card tricks, something so simple, right in your face to do it. Yeah, and you're like, how did that even happen? Yeah. Like that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. So uh, that was a big inspiration there. So I still. I did a lot in high school. You know, I would carry around a deck of cards. I was kind of that weird kid that would be like, okay, why is he carrying around a deck of cards? But So did it like help you or out. hurt you with the ladies then uh, in high school? I don't know. It yeah. probably hurt me, to yeah. be honest with you. I haven't even thought about that. But uh, <laughs> like, what, what's going on with him? But then they're like, oh, Matt, let me see a magic trick. So, yeah. I mean, cool. did that. But um, So I still kind of kind of stay, stay with it and, yeah. and still do some tricks to lighten up the crowd. Now, now as a grown man, who's yeah. very attractive, by the way, if you see a picture of this young man, he's got a great face. Now, does it help you or hurt you with the ladies as a as a magician? <laughs> I'm just saying no comment. No comment. No, no, it's good. It, it brings out a little bit of. It relaxes people at a party, mm-hmm. or you know, whether you're a little get together or a holiday party or something. But mm-hmm. um, it's fun. Cool. It's good. Cool. I, I made him blush, everyone. And that's my goal <laughs> on my show is to make yeah, everybody blush. Believe it. <laughs> um, and so you are now jumping into, and this is how we met. A very new chapter of your life and you're trying out acting and modeling for the first time and we're really hoping that that parlays into you being able to motivate and inspire some people maybe as a motivational speaker an advocate in the community what about acting and modeling uh, excites you yeah I think it I think it comes back to what I was kind of saying with doing those magic tricks mm-hmm. in front of people and I've performed in front of you know a thousand people I had mm-hmm. like a, at a high school kind of a Mr. High School thing where cool. you got to do a talent so I did a few magic tricks but the way you can just kind of not control a crowd but you can not even manipulate but yeah. just the feeling that you get being able to perform and almost step into another character that might be completely different than yourself right yeah. as a football player but I'm out here doing magic tricks trying to be slight and kind of mysterious and that's not yeah. really who I am you know but in that moment that you feel cool. like you can be anything you want and yeah. I think being able to then use that to hopefully you know model and act and mm. um, you know I watched a lot of movies growing up I, I love watching movies mm-hmm. uh, it's one of my favorite things to do before a football game so oh. that would inspire me then to watch a motivational movie and then kind of get in that mindset before a big game so I think if I can kind of do that and Maybe there's other kids out there that are, are watching movies and, and want to stay motivated. But um, Do you have a suggestion of a, of a motivational movie or two ooh, that our audience wow. could possibly have to like watch? Like I, I yeah. told you what one of my yeah, favorites was, and, and it's Remember, Remember the, the Titans. Titans. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. But oh, okay. there's another good football movie. I like Friday Night Lights. Okay. So it was about a Texas Pacino? high school football team. Is that Pacino? Uh, that is not. That is Any Given Sunday. Oh, it's also okay. another great football okay. movie. So I got all the football movies. That okay, cool. Um, Little Giants, can't go wrong. Little Giants is cute. Yep. Boxing movies really get me motivated. Oh. So Rocky? Uh, Rocky, obviously. <laughs> but Southpaw, Apollo, okay. some of those other ones. So. I haven't seen Southpaw. Pretty good ones. Very cool. And, and okay, so talking about acting, if you yep. could act in a movie, would it be an inspirational movie? Would that be your ultimate goal yeah I would think so mm-hmm. um, it doesn't necessarily have to be sports you yeah know, it could be any form of an inspiring movie that, yeah you know one of my favorite inspiring movies is gladiator oh yes and um, it doesn't necessarily have the the best 
I mean, in my mind, it's a great ending, but yeah. it's not like the stereotypical ending. But no, um, loss no, is no not. spoilers, <laughs> even though it's a long movie. <laughs> and it came out a long time ago. Go watch mm-hmm. it. I won't spoil it, but um, that's one of my favorite movies. So cool. yeah, if I could get into any sort of like a drama or some sort of inspirational movie, that that would be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think anything celebrity related, like acting and modeling. I mean, it parlays so great if you want to inspire people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're inspired in good and bad ways by a lot of celebrities, and so right. if there's a good generation of celebrities that are inspiring in great ways, we have two minutes left before the end of the show. I always ask one question that try I try and throw everybody off with this, but okay. if I gave you a minute to stand on stage in yeah. front of the entire world and they all had to sit down, shut up, and listen to whatever you wanted to say, what would you tell them? Wow. Yeah. You can One take minute. a breath if you need it. <laughs> One and a One half minute minutes if you half. need it, but right. then the show's so I'm just over, keep so on give it to me. About how little time we have left. <laughs> Sounds good. And how shocked I am at this <laughs> question. Waste, I know. So I can waste some time. No. That's okay. Um, My co host I think, I, I think okay. I've, I've touched on a little bit here, but mm-hmm. that no matter what you're going through in life, that there will be times that it will get better. Mm-hmm. And that if something is going to knock you down, don't let it knock you down for too long. Okay. It's important to to understand where you're at. It's important to understand how your experiences have shaped you, mm-hmm. how they have affected you negatively, and how they have affected you positively. Mm-hmm. But you can't stay there too long. Yeah. And I think when you're able to put life in perspective and keep your emotion there mm-hmm. in that perspective and not drag it forward yeah. into your current state, mm-hmm. then that's the skill set you need to have to be able to, to stay strong with your mental health. Yeah. I think that's a that's a huge thing. Athlete, actor, businessman, businesswoman, mm-hmm. whatever your profession might be. Um, I think your health is something that often you don't take care of enough. Yes. And it, it's the most important thing because it's what's running the ship. Yeah. So um, to be able to cope with it and, and move forward and remember it's never as bad as you may think, but at the same time, it's never as good as you think. So mm-hmm. stay motivated, stay inspired keep pushing forward if you're going through something it'll get better keep the faith and um know you got a lot of people around you whether you believe it or not that that are there for you and Mm -hmm. if anyone's ever going through anything reach out to me reach out to brandy i know she would love to help you but uh, i say that with sincerity (laughs) um i have a lot of things that i could share with you and and hopefully get you through so it's cool well, hopefully we'll get you speaking at some high schools uh, one day shortly. Uh, he's already doing a talk at a college in, in Vancouver, Canada, hopefully in the spring. <clears throat> We're trying to set that up for January or February right now because, I mean, if you if you sit in a room with someone like Matt for a long enough time, you can really feel how passionate he is and how much he believes in people that he doesn't even know, which is a very cool quality to have as a human being. So if you do want to follow him on Instagram, for example, it's at B-U-O-N-E-8. And, um, yeah, Matt, I just want to say thank you so much. Thanks for being a part of my roster because I'm also a talent agent. Um, <laughs> thanks for being such a cool human being. Thanks for kicking ass in football. Yeah. And I'm going to shake your hand yeah, even though you all can't see it. <laughs> no, thank you so much for having me on. It's, uh, it's great to be able to do these kind of things and, and get awesome. going with this part of my career. Cool. Well, hopefully we get you on another one. Definitely. Okay. My pleasure. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you again. Same time, same place. Actually, I'm going to be out uh, in Europe, so hopefully I'll be dialing in to host the show from Paris or Italy or something like that. But uh, if I'm not, uh, we'll play some great previously recorded shows with some other fabulous guests. And I uh, hope you all have a phenomenal December. And again, whatever you're going through, like Matt said, it does it does get better. So um, we'll be here for you again, same time, same place next week. Have a good week, everyone. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show. 